Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,965. Be prepared to be inspired. Hey, happy birthday, Paige. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. Today, I'm in sunny Miami, Florida, with a very special guest by the name of Juan Diego Calle. Juan, welcome to Cars Yeah. Do you have it in gear, and are you ready to release the clutch? Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Mark. I, I am ready. All right. We'll have some fun here today. Now, before I give you a proper introduction, you listeners might uh, know that name, Kaye, because way back, I believe it was in January 2017, I had Juan's brother Nelson on the show. So you can go back and find his show, number 687. Uh, you got your brother beaten numbers today, though, Juan. You're 1965. Uh, but you can go back and find my talk with him uh, about the company that was in its infancy, which is now moving along. But we're going to talk about something new today. But before I give you a proper introduction, what's one little thing that people may not know about you, Juan? I am terrified of public speaking. What? Oh, come on. <laughs> you know, I just had a guest on that had the same concerns and he became an automotive announcer at racetracks and a tv commentator and i said okay how does this work and he said you know i just said if i i want to overcome this and i just put myself out there so one one way you're doing it is talking to me today but what are some ways that you've pushed your own self along so that that isn't as big of a challenge for you well, absolutely. I think, look, recognizing first that it's uh, that it's not your strongest suit is is the first step. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually do a lot of public speaking, a lot of uh, a lot of you know interviews and so on from from my previous businesses. And it's it's taking a lot of training. You know, I've had to go to coaches and and so on. So just understanding that it's a fear and and that you have to face it is is the first step. The next is uh, is just practicing, I guess. Well, that's the key. Yeah, practice, practice, practice. I've heard in the past that. Many people are more afraid of public speaking than death. And I heard a great joke by Seinfeld once that said, that means that uh, you'd rather be in the casket than giving the eulogy <laughs> at a funeral, uh, which is extreme, I understand. But, uh, well, I'm, you're going to be great today, no doubt. And I'm very excited to share what you're up to today. So let me give you a proper introduction. Juan Diego Calle is the CEO at Classic.com. He's a serial entrepreneur with sales of past technology companies to Yahoo and Newstar. After selling his second company back in 2014, he and his brother Nelson, who I said has been a past guest here on Cars yeah, started to focus on their hobby of car collecting and more specifically, restoring their grandfather's vintage Toyota Land Cruiser and FJ40. What started as a passion project quickly evolved into a next to business and it's aptly named the FJ Company, where they build modern versions of classic Land Cruisers for today's driver. And I'll tell you, I first met these guys at SEMA and what they built build is insanely cool. During the course of running the FJ company, one realized two reoccurring problems in the classic car market, the difficulty involved in discovering specific cars for sale, and there was a lack of dependable and unbiased market pricing information. Boy, that's true today. And so Classic.com was born back in 2019. We'll be back to learn more about this business in a moment, but first a word from our valued sponsor, so give them a little listen. Keep seatbelts on. We're with Juan today. We'll be right back. 
My friends at Covercraft offer you 10 different options. That's right, 10 for your vehicle's protection. You can choose from WeatherShield HP, HD, Sunbrella, Ultratect, Reflect, FormFit, Custom View Shield, and their newest five-layer all-climate cover, three-layer moderate climate cover, and a five-layer indoor option. You have all sorts of ways to protect your car. All of these are custom-tailored by Covercraft's talented craftspeople. It's the form and fit with the quality to attention to detail that's been their standard since 1965. Surface protection is the best way to preserve the investment you've made in your vehicles. It's what I do. Covercraft protects cars, trucks, motorcycles, RVs, trailers, and watercraft too. I have a Covercraft cover for every one of my vehicles, and I've got a deal for you. If you use the code YEAH21, Y-E-A-H-21, at Covercraft.com, they'll give you 10% off your order, plus you get free shipping. That's right, 10% off and free shipping. Just use the code YEAH21 at checkout. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. I was talking with a buddy of mine the other day, and he asked me about American Collectors Insurance. He said, while I listen to you on Cars Yeah, you're always talking about agreed value collector car insurance. Well, I insure all my cars on my regular auto insurance policy, and I've done it for years. Why use a different company for my collector cars? I get a multi-car discount. Isn't that good enough? I suggested he call his carrier and ask how much he would get if his collector car was totaled are stolen. He called back and said, boy, that was a scary conversation. Their value of my car wasn't even close to what it's really worth. Thank you for the education, Mark. So don't just hope for a fair claim settlement. Be certain and know exactly what you receive with an agreed value policy. American Collectors Insurance has been protecting enthusiasts since 1976. Give them a call today for your personal agreed value quote at 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866 866- 224-9324. Tell them you're a friend of Mark Green's at Cars Yeah. American Collectors Insurance, classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors, automotive enthusiasts just like you and me. They're the ones that insure my car. That's American Collectors Insurance. So Juan, we're back. Let's dive a little deeper into the corner, or in your case, a little deeper into the off-road corner. When you think about the FJ company, I'd love for you to give my listeners our listeners today, a little more background on the FJ company, where that came from, because this is an evolution into classic.com where you could take your data geek and car enthusiastic self together to create this very new and very relevant business. But let's start with FJ company and the evolution of that business. Sure, absolutely, Mark. We started the FJ company maybe around 2012 or so. Um, My brother and I started restoring my grandfather's uh, first or his his last vehicle, which was a which was a Toyota 1982 FJ40. When he passed away, we we took it and started restoring it. By 2014, I had sold my my technology company, and essentially, my brother and I joined forces to launch uh, the the FJ company. So. uh, Initially, we were working on on very pristine, uh, very period correct restorations, selling a few at auctions and so on. We had some success doing that, set some records. Yeah. 
But we quickly realized that well, that people wanted more from these vehicles. They wanted to use them more actively. They wanted uh, uh, slightly more powerful engines, uh, safer features, and, and so on. So we started moving away from the typical restoration and into the resto mod world. So essentially, I mean, what what has taken us, you know, obviously uh, almost a decade. You know, we went from restoring a car to basically modernizing the vehicle in its entirety while keeping uh, sort of that classic look and feel of, of the classic Land Cruiser. So when you when you drive an FJ company Land Cruiser, you're actually driving a, a brand new drivetrain uh, with, with advanced technologies such as ABS, traction control, uh, stability control, and so on. But you are wrapped within the old steel of, of, a, of a classic Toyota Land Cruiser. Yeah, you know, I mentioned in your intro, I got to see your vehicles at SEMA. They're killer. I mean, they're so cool. And I love this because we're seeing this more and more in the marketplace where people who are older that remember these vehicles from their youth that want to have one. But then when they get in one, the memories aren't quite as... Well, the memories are good, but the reality isn't so good when they get when they get in the car because they're used to the incredible vehicles we have today. And I, I'm seeing a lot of people. I've had a lot of guests that do this on the show, but I've got it begs me to ask the question before we get into Classic.com, this new business. Do you see a future for FJ Company as an EV? Yeah, absolutely. I think I think we're powertrain agnostic. I mean, we we have been. We have been very focused on building our vehicles using Toyota components. Mm-hmm. We think that that's part of what defines uh, our product and our company. We don't do, you know, V8 conversions and and that sort of thing. So when when you get into one of our vehicles, it, it does feel very much. It sounds like a Toyota. It feels like a Toyota, and all the mechanicals are a Toyota. But at some point, I think there will be an evolution to electric for to an electric drivetrain. Um, obviously, at that point, it becomes a little bit more challenging to to stay true to the to what we've done in the past in terms of keeping it all Toyota. But it's it's definitely definitely it will be an evolution for the company at some point. Yeah, or maybe hybrid, uh, because that seems to be the cross platform into the EV world as well. And yeah. I just had a guest on the show not too long ago. We talked a lot about the need. In fact, he was he worked at Ford Motor Company designing diesel engines and the need for alternative fuels as well. Because if everything turned to EV tomorrow. It wouldn't work <laughs> for, for a lot of people. So I think that would be pretty darn cool. Let's talk about classic.com. I'd love to have you share more about how this whole concept was born. I played around on your website. It's very cool. And what this will do for the automotive consumer, specifically a classic, those of us who love classic cars that want to get out there, because the market right now is crazy in some sectors. I mean, some of the things I see selling online auctions, I just go, who's Who's buying these things? It's unbelievable. So tell us about classic.com, where it came from, where it is, and where it's going. Absolutely. That mark the market is is very hot. So the start of, of classic.com was our own experience uh, buying and selling cars for the FJ company. So in, in that business, we've bought over a hundred vehicles just for purposes of having raw material to restore. So we learned a lot about the ins and outs of buying, and obviously once the product was finished, the ins and outs of selling. So we had some some pretty basic uh, realizations along the way. The the first one is is that finding cars is very difficult. That sounds obvious to those who are in the industry. For those that are not in the industry, I mean, you, you would expect that there's a tool out there with it that would help you do that. That tool does not exist. You have to go to multiple websites 
to find vehicles for sale, especially if you're doing it on a, on a global basis for very unique models that may not be located in, you know, in your in your state, but you may have to go abroad or, or and so on and so forth. And the other realization is that pricing cars is very difficult. The art of pricing classic cars and exotic cars is uh, is sort of the, the specialty of, of a few. And we felt that neither of those should be the case, right? We saw an opportunity to help users essentially through technology, help them find cars anywhere in the world at any given time and price those vehicles accurately in real time. That is what we're working on in, in classic.com. It is, if I could draw a parallel with, with another business that exists out there, it would be uh, Zillow. We are the Zillow for classic and exotic cars. Ah, you know, I was thinking that this morning as I was playing around on your site some more. I was I was on it way too late last night and I went to bed. My wife said, what are you doing out there? Looking at cars again? <laughs> I said, yeah, exactly. <laughs> she rolls her eyes. Uh, but yeah, Zillow is one of those platforms, Redfin. There's others now too in the real estate market that help you identify where you believe a property should be priced or where a property exists. So basically, if you, if you could put classic.com website in a nutshell as a bit of an, an aggregate of all collector cars that enable you to go to one place to, to look at past sales of all things. That is correct. So we've started with auction listings first. We'll soon be moving to dealers, but essentially we are aggregating all of the auction data that is that is out there anywhere in the world where there is an auction, our goal is to aggregate all of those listings into classic.com, allowing the user to see what's coming up for sale and what has sold. And it's sort of the, the, the connection between those two, what's for sale and what has sold, that allows us to create a very interesting product around pricing. So you can see, for example, if you type in F355, you can see all the F355s that are for sale, but also all the ones that have sold. Mm. We bucket each one of the variants of the F-355 into, into relevant comparables. So as, as you know, Mark, there are huge differences in pricing between a convertible F-355 and a coupe sure. or a manual one or one with the F-1 transmission. So being able to identify those nuances and bucketing cars into, a pro, into their appropriate what we call markets on the website allows us to give users a very good indication of, of what the pricing should be for, for these specific cars. You know, this is so cool. And the, the way I love it is not only what you're providing for us enthusiasts, but also the fact that you could take a previous career in computer data technology and combine it with a passion. I mean, that's what Cars Jazz is all about, inspiring automotive enthusiasts who have wrap their passion for cars into their lives. Did you ever think that something like that would work for you back when you're working in the tech industry? No, it's such a it's such a pleasure to wake up in the morning and, and be able to do just that, Mark. I've dedicated my entire career to technology. Cars were always a passion along the way. My brother and I grew up racing go-karts and he moved on to open wheel racing and, and I went up went my way uh, off-roading and so on. And, and now we're kind of coming back together to bring our careers and our experiences to power a, an automotive industry uh, a website. So it's, it's very exciting. Well, and the timing is great as well with technology uh, evolving so rapidly and more and more people, let's say uh, an older person, much more comfortable online now than even five years ago. Uh, I would talk to people five years ago about being on my show and they'd go, what's a podcast? Or I don't like to use Skype or Zoom or any of these. Well, Zoom didn't almost exist, but I'm not comfortable with that. And now you see people very comfortable because 
they've made people like you have made it easier for the user. So bravo to you for what you're doing. Do you have a driving inspiration in your life, a mentor, a huge inspiration that has been influential in helping you along in your way? Uh, that, you know, definitely as, as cliche as it may sound, my father has been a huge mentor in my life. He's not involved in, in technology yet he's always made things possible. Mm. Um, he's been successful in his own career and has allowed us to, to flourish and, and to have our own ideas and always with a very positive attitude. Mm-hmm. He's the uh, eternally positive entrepreneur. So, you know, whenever I, I bring ideas to his table and mention them, you know, discuss them with him, he's like, yeah, yeah, that's possible. Uh, you should do it. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I get on with it. And so having that sort of support has been been amazing for me. When you look at Classic.com in the future, let's say two to three years out, what's a, a bucket list item or two for you to where you see that brand going? You know, we've we've built businesses in the past and we've had some success selling them and so on. But I think what we what I'm looking forward to with Classic.com is to really have an impact on on the industry itself, right? Having an impact on an entire industry. I think that's what gets us up in the morning. Uh, not just me, but a lot of my team members. These, you know, a lot of the folks working with me are are extremely talented at what they do. Uh, they're technologists uh, and have dedicated their life to technology and being able to apply that skill set to a bigger goal than just building a company for the sake of making a, a little money here and there is great. And, and I think with classic.com, we, we will in the future have an impact on the industry. I think what has slowed the industry to an extent has been has, has the lack of products like classic.com. So the, the not, not being able to, to see all the information, the lack of transparency that exists out there, whether it's for uh, availability or of inventory or whether it's on the pricing side, um, I think that has held the industry back a little bit. And, and so when you introduce products like this, when you apply technology to solve some of these problems, I think that'll be greatly helpful to, to a lot on the in, the in the industry hopefully it'll grow as a result of that if we can uh, we can see that happening in the future i think we will we will feel like we have uh, succeeded oh i think so i've talked to a lot of people about the future of collecting and since we're talking about classic.com and classic cars and so forth what's your perspective on the future of collectible cars there's always the naysayers that say well the young kids these days don't even care about driving i've seen quite the opposite. But again, I'm very tightly niched in what I do every day and the people I talk to every day. So I'm somewhat biased in that respect. But what's your impression of collectability of vehicles moving forward? I think the collector car market is at a great time and mainly because of the shift towards uh, electric vehicles, the shift towards ride sharing and so on. I think those two, and, and autonomous driving, needless to say, right? I think those three things, I think, will only make the, the classic car industry or exotic car industry grow, simply because drivers, your typical drivers, of you know, wake up in the morning to go to the office and return to, to home, they may do that in a ride-sharing platform or in an autonomous car. But I think for the weekends, they will they, they will now be more interested in owning some kind of some kind of toy, some kind of uh, uh, past vehicle. You're the first one who has said it this way to me, and, and I've I've always thought that because I have uh, kids that are in their early 30s and late 20s, and they have new ways to get around, but they still have their passion, their hobby. Yeah, keep going. You're on a great track here. 
So, so I think that you know the the vehicle, and uh, sort of taking a, a broader broader view, there's a vehicle uh, as as we've known it will probably cease to exist at some point. Right? You know the, that that daily driver driving machine that sits uh, on and in your driveway uh, all day long, and uh, you know you use it every once in a while to to get to work and back. I think that'll that'll go away through some of the technologies that are coming online, but the pastime of driving will not. I think that that pastime will actually grow. I'm hoping that classic.com will be there to, to support that. I love it. Great. Let's take a short break and uh, thank our sponsors here. We come back, talk a little bit about a challenge. So keep that thought in mind and we'll be right back. I've discovered Linkage. It's a new quarterly publication and website that covers the automotive market, driving, restoring, collecting, and discovering your passion for motor vehicles. Linkage is about experiences, opinions, and values. Linkage is an actual, informed, reasoned opinion based on first-hand experiences. A talented Linkage team covers the automotive world, the people who share your passion and mine, smart, considered, rational, and experienced opinions, ones you can learn from and grow. That includes our passion that drives auctions and the collector car market. So come with me and join us on this journey. And be sure to use the code CARSYEAH when you subscribe, and they'll give you $10 off. Boom! Linkage, geared for the automotive life. Subscribe today at LinkageMag.com. Did you know that Cars Yeah! is in the top 1% of all podcasts based on listenership, according to Libsyn? the premier RSS feed for podcasts in the United States. That's right. And Cars Yeah! is the only five-day-a-week automotive-focused podcast for you to get your message into the ears of thousands of listeners daily from all over the world. Plus, DuPont Registry recommended Cars Yeah! is one of their top 10 car podcasts for you to enjoy. Cars Yeah! has experienced tremendous growth, plus your ads are evergreen, meaning they never go away. And more and more listeners find Cars yeah! every day for their daily dose of automotive inspiration. Do you want to expose your brand to a highly targeted list of automotive enthusiasts in a very unique and very personal way? Well, I can help you. Contact me, Mark Green, at mark at carsyeah.com or through the website at carsyeah.com today to learn more. So Juan, let's talk about a huge obstacle, big failure, some kind of big challenge you've had to overcome. This could be in life or in business, but the more important part of this question has to do with what it taught you and how you flip that into a positive. So take us on a little bit of a bumpy ride. Look, I think uh, many of your listeners might might relate to this, uh, as I'm sure they've experienced it themselves, but COVID COVID was a huge curveball for all of us, right? And absolutely. In a, in a company, uh, you know, just relating it to, to, to the FJ company alone, we had, you know, a little under 100 employees, which uh, a lot of them, unfortunately, during that period, lost their jobs. The business was decimated during COVID. And essentially, because we were not allowed to operate, we could not operate safely. Um, so those were those were very, very challenging days. Um, and we learned a lot about, you know, crisis management and about how to deal with situations like that. But I hope I don't have to repeat anything like that in my life ever no, again. No, but but I definitely learned a lot. But on the, on the flip side, it, it accelerated 
other things I, that we were doing, like Classic.com, mm-hmm. especially around attracting talent to something like like Classic.com became became a lot easier because people could now work remotely and and we could find individuals that were very very good at what they do and who loved cars and they didn't have to be in Miami for 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 that to be the case they could be anywhere in the world so actually our team today is is largely remote i have two team members in in Miami everybody else is is spread somewhere around the world wow. so while covid was challenging in some respects uh, to a business like the fj company it's been great for a business like classic.com there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hope none of us ever have to go through this again. Oh my gosh. Who'd have thought? It's like a bad movie for sure. Let's talk about a special vehicle in your life. Now, I would assume that that special vehicle was your grandfather's FJ and what started it all, but maybe there's some other vehicle, but I'd love for you to share with us what that special vehicle was or is and uh, maybe a memory about that vehicle or that ride. So absolutely, the most special vehicle that we own is is my grandfather's FJ40. I learned how to drive in that car. I, I remember the day I learned how to drive vividly. <laughs> my it wasn't my grandfather or my grandmother. It was my my aunt who secretly uh, took me out and uh, and showed me how to drive. And of course, as as you can imagine, the, the transmission in these vehicles is indestructible. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, it didn't really matter how, how poorly I treated the car, how poorly I shipped it. Uh, it was it was just fine. So I still have young kids. Uh, they're right borderline at the time that they can reach uh, that, that they'll be able to reach the pedals. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to the experience of teaching them how to drive in in that car. That one is absolutely the my, my at the top of my list. Secondly, I would say my the, the my first car when I turned 16 was a Volkswagen Corrado, a red Volkswagen Corrado that I started customizing and you know wheels and sound system and so on. I, I, that one holds a special place in my heart. I don't know where that car is, but I'm sure it's out there somewhere. What year what year would that Corrado have been? Uh that would have been a uh, 92. Okay. Or 96. 92 or 96. I, I don't remember right now. Yeah. Yeah. My first new car was a VW Scirocco, the first gen 1979 uh, model. Uh, I got to drive it off the showroom floor. I was in college and that was a fun car. Those cars, you don't see them around anymore, but a good friend of mine who's been a guest on the show lives up in Seattle, just found one and he's restoring it because it was one of his first cars when he was a kid. And so there you go. There's that generational thing of bringing back your youth. But a lot of those cars rusted away. They were kind of pre-galvanized bodies, and they they all went away. Mine got my neighbor bought it, and then somebody totaled it. His wife got hit in it, but uh, uh, it was a great car. I had it for like eleven years, something like that. So long time. But the Corrado, remember those as well. I love it. So I'm going to be your automotive psychologist here today, Juan. So sit back on the couch, think about this concept. If you were manifest as a vehicle, what would you be? But more importantly, why? I would be. I would be a rock crawler. Oh, okay. Kind of makes sense. Yeah. I've always admired, and, and I'm not into rock crawling whatsoever, but I've always admired rock crawling cars and how they're very deliberate about every move they make, mm. about the, the way they articulate, you know, the chassis articulates itself and you know, starts going over these massive obstacles and climbing these crazy, crazy mountains. I, I think that's a, a good parallel for for some of the things that we're we're faced with on our on our daily business and our on our business on our daily lives and our, and our business as well. 
I love it. I've had a few guests on the show who build those things. They're crazy. You go to YouTube and type in rock crawler and some of the yeah. things they crawl over. I, I don't know how they defy gravity the way they do. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. A rock crawler. I think you're one of the few, if only, rock crawlers here on Cars. Yeah, so very well said. Now, is there a great book that you'd like to share with me or the listeners that you enjoyed reading? Super simple. There is a book called The First Five Minutes, and I think that book has been extremely helpful in my life. I read it early on, and it's about how the world that we live in sort of Everything you are and everything you do sort of comes through in the first five minutes of meeting other people. And during those first five minutes, you can have a massive amount of impact in influencing the course of your your you know relationship with people and, and businesses and, and so on and so forth. Short read. I recommend anyone to take a look at it. Yeah, that book's by Mary Mitchell. It is a great book. I just had a guest on the show who's a coach, Maggie uh, Pugsek. She teaches people in the automotive industry how to better sell, uh, both over the phone and in person. I've had a few other coaches on the show, and she said the same thing. She said, basically, you have less than three minutes to make an impression with somebody when you first speak with them, whether that's going to go good or bad. But uh, yeah, I love that book. It's a great book. I gave my kids copies of that book as well, How to Be a Better uh, Communicator. So I'm glad you recommended that. Are there some ways that you like to help others and give back in the automotive sector? I think, look, what, at a very fundamental level, I think what we're doing on Classic.com is is extremely helpful to anyone who's interested in, in buying a classic car. While we were on the, uh, while we were chatting about the Corrado, I actually typed in Corrado into classic.com. I was, I became curious <laughs> at the, how, the, how the market for those cars is, is doing yeah. right there in the, you know, after typing Corrado, you see, there you go. There's one for sale and they're going for like 20, 20 something thousand. That type of information is extremely helpful to anyone who's inter- interested in this industry, whether you're a professional or, or just dabbling in, in the industry, just getting that insight so quickly is awesome. That's pretty cool that you did that right as we were talking about it and boom. So yeah, you must have a big smile on your face that uh, the back-end technicians are doing their job. It's working. That's very sweet. So I'm going to allow you to go on the ultimate drive, uh, a bit of a magic scepter I have here. That means you get to pick any vehicle I'll provide you with, any person, living or deceased, and you can be driving anywhere. So what does the ultimate drive look like for you today, Juan? I would say... A lap with Ayrton Senna <laughs> in his F1. I, I think that would have been the experience of a lifetime. Yeah, Senna is one of my favorites. My listeners know this. I've got one of his quotes in the back of my business card. I still have business cards. Some people still use them. Yeah. And uh, the quote is, the past is just data. I only see the future. <laughs> I think you would like that being a, a data-driven guy. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the, the, just I, I grew up watching Ayrton Senna go around the track when we were just kind of getting into go karting and so on. The driving conditions back then, relative to how they are today on a, in, a, in a racetrack, they're so different. The cars were so analog, so basic, and yet this guy was was so much faster than everybody else, so much more aggressive on the track. I can't imagine what it would be like to to go in that cockpit with uh, with with a guy like Senna. No, you know they've got some of those uh, dual seat F one cars I've seen, and even Indy cars see Mario Andretti drive people around. Uh, but when I was at the Last time I was at the Ferrari factory, I was there for the Cliente program, their F one program, and 
in the back room, they had all these F1 car, Ferrari F, past, past Ferrari F1 cars. I mean, incredible room. You walk in the room and go, oh my gosh. And there were two cars sitting there that were three-seater F1 cars. Oh, wow. The driver was in the middle. I'll send you a picture of him. And then there was somebody sitting on his left and his right, just to the back a little bit. I'd never seen anything like that. And one of the uh, mechanics there said, yeah, they built a couple of those to, uh, it was to give uh, executives and VIPs rides around tracks with the drivers and so forth. Um, I don't recall the year those things were made, but I, I'd never seen anything like that before. But now I got, that begs to ask the question, which track would you like to, to be at with Senna? Absolutely Monaco. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, how did he do that? I don't know how any of these guys do that. And you know, in the F1 race they just had a couple of weeks ago uh, in uh, Qatar, I believe it was. Or yeah. yeah. That track was like racing a Monaco. It was so tight. Yeah. Yeah. I watched a video of one of the drivers going around. I thought it was a video game I was watching. It didn't even look real. Yeah. Kind of a crazy, weird track. But yeah, Senna. In Monaco. Okay, I'll get to work on that for you. All right, that's, a, that's, you. <laughs> that's a tough one. So you taking us on a wonderful ride today, Juan. This has been really great. I'm so happy I got you on the show. Before I let you go, could you share maybe a success quote, a mantra, or words of inspiration for our listeners today? Work hard, a lot, a lot of dedication. You may have a little bit of luck along the way, and that, that will get you through. Absolutely. What's the best way for people to learn more about FJ Company and Classic? Obviously, Classic.com, right? Yeah, Classic, Classic.com. If you're interested in a classic car, uh, just type in the model. You'll, you'll quickly find what's available for sale, get a sense for pricing, and so on. And if you're a dealer of classic cars, we will be enabling dealers soon. Um, it's free to be listed on our website. So just come on over, uh, send us an email to partners at classic.com and we'll get you guys online. There you go. Listeners, uh, pour yourself a long, tall drink because you're going to be on this site for a while. This is really fun. So happy you brought this to all of us enthusiasts, Juan. Uh, you can find everything on Juan Diego Calle's page here on the Cars yeah! website, all the links and everything. I encourage you to sit down and have some fun in your collector car search. Juan, thanks for being so generous today with your time and expertise and sharing this new venture. This is fantastic. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Here at Cars Yeah, it's all about inspiration. And our charity of choice is Tech Force Foundation, where it's all about making a positive difference in young people's lives. Tech Force helps young adults discover their talents and passions for all things automotive, with a mission of helping students develop a career as a professional technician. TechForce awards nearly $2 million in scholarships every year for students to pursue technical education, and they support hands-on activities, events, and mentorships across the country, working to change the outdated perceptions of these careers. Autotechs are in high demand, but the supply of qualified technicians is critically short. They need your help to fuel their mission. Learn more and join me in supporting them at techforce.org. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.